Mario, slow down, man. You're not giving me time to sleep. The U is getting everybody. You think any of these gator targets are safe? Mario Cristobal and the loafers are coming after everybody. And now Miami's running back room is looking sweet. It's looking fantastic because we just got another one. Four-star, powerful Mark Fletcher. Welcome to the U. You are Locked on Canes, your daily podcast on the Miami Hurricanes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Monday, indeed. I am Alex Dono, your host. I'm a University of Miami alumnus, longtime South Florida sports radio vet and contributor to allhurricanes.com. And thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. We're available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube. Today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. They help you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Wow, it's been a whirlwind already. And we're two days away from early National Signing Day. The early National Signing Period, Wednesday through Friday. And it's already been an awesome, awesome ride. And it's great to be a Miami Hurricane fan. So let's talk about the latest, greatest, newest Miami Hurricanes commit. Mark Fletcher is a Miami Hurricane. Four-star running back out of American Heritage Plantation. He's the number eight running back in the class per 24-7 sports. Six foot one, 225 pounds, and he's got the type of frame where he can add a little more quality weight. He could end up being 230 plus by the time he's putting on size in the weight room. Uh, and yes, as his size and his dimensions would suggest, he is a powerful, strong running back. A premier football program from American Heritage. And you got to hear his stats, okay? Mark Fletcher, who just he just came just short of a state championship. Heritage got beaten 38-31 by Miami Central this past weekend. So it was Reuben Bain getting the victory over Mark Fletcher. Uh, now they get to be teammates at the next level. As a senior at American Heritage Plantation, Mark Fletcher, he ran for 1,924 yards and 23 touchdowns. That's almost 2,000 yards. He averaged 8.4 yards per carry this past high school season. Throughout the course of his high school career, Fletcher ran for 49 touchdowns and over 4,400 yards. We call him Mark. Put him in a stretcher, Fletcher. This guy will run over you or he can also run around you. Very nimble feet, great instincts. Uh, he's got good quickness, makes really good cuts. This is this is a complete running back between the tackles back primarily, but this is a complete running back. It's why he's such a highly touted prospect. And Fletcher can also catch passes out of the backfield pretty well. And, you know, we look back on his recruitment, which saw him committed to Ohio State, decommitted from OSU in November. Everyone thought he was going to Florida. The Gator thought that they had this one. 
from November into his official Florida visit in December, which then turned into an official visit to Miami uh, in mid-December. He ends up being a cane. And then honestly, we look back on Mark Fletcher's recruitment. I know that it's, you know, he's been a well-traveled guy. But this one, it makes too much sense at the end of the day that he stays at the crib. Fletcher grew up a Canes fan in a family full of Miami Hurricanes fans. He's got season ticket holders in the family. For him, I know at times he was committed elsewhere and considering going elsewhere. There was always going to be a pull for the hometown team for him. But Fletcher, as so many of these other players, he needed to see that Miami was serious and that Mario Cristobal and his staff have a legitimate plan to bring the University of Miami back. And, you know, Fletcher, who I mentioned recently had uh, an official visit to Florida, he was there the same weekend that Samson Okunlola was there. That might go down as, like, one of the most disastrous official visit weekends ever. Like, Florida, oh, we... These guys, we're going to put them up in the Red Roof Inn. We're going to have them ride around in our, our rented Lamborghini. They're all going to want to sign here. And it's like, wow, they they scared all these players away. They scared all these players away. Fletcher comes down for a true official visit to the University of Miami, and he ends up, uh, he ends up declaring by the end of it he's a cane. Uh, his commitment was announced, you know, through Hayes Fawcett on Twitter, announced it and then Fletcher you know he went crazy on social media as well it was announced on Twitter around 9 p.m on Sunday night and guys I I regret I couldn't put out like an immediate reaction episode to his commitment I had some family things going on on Sunday evening so couldn't do it on Sunday we're here on Monday that is the next best thing so for a player who grew up a Miami Hurricane fan he gets to bring that full circle and he gets to put on the orange and green as a member of the University of Miami football team. And I'm so happy for him. Think about Miami's backfield for next season now. Henry Parrish is coming back. Trevante Citizen, I think he's going to end up being potentially the starting running back this coming season. I mean, Citizen, he's coming off that knee injury. He was looking like a monster in fall camp before he got hurt before what would have been his true freshman season last year. Don Chaney is back. Hopefully he's healed up because Chaney's a really good back. Also, you've got Chris Johnson, who just committed eight days ago, but so much has happened since. It feels like a month ago. Chris Johnson, one of the fastest running backs in the entire country from Dillard. He's on his way in. He looks like a faster version of Jalen Knighton. Uh, and now you've got one of the top power backs one of the top running backs in the country mark fletcher is in and you know i talk about the the duo that's coming in they complement each other perfectly you think about chris johnson who has the speed and the shiftiness and the home run capabilities coming in and mark fletcher who's going to run you over and put you in a stretcher him coming in that's what i call thunder and lightning fletcher is thunder johnson is lightning they're going to pair up, I think, for a dynamic combination in Miami's backfield uh, for the next several years. And they get to run behind an offensive line that's starting to look like the great wall of Mirabal that we talk about with players like Jalen Rivers, who I don't talk about enough. I don't give Rivers enough love. That dude's a mauler. Inez Cooper, big coop. He's a mauler. Javion Cohen, who just committed yesterday, the transfer from Bama. You know, Zion Nelson, hopefully he stays healthy. You got Francis Maui Goa, Samson Okunlola, Tommy Kinsler, Antonio Tripp coming in. Uh, and then you look at recruiting wise, 
within the past eight days what Miami has landed and who Miami has landed. And again, I will remind you guys, all of this stuff has been happening over the past week, and it's not even early signing day yet. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, it's going to be nuts. And folks, I'm going to drop a Dono ball in a minute, so stick with me here. And by the way, we got a great episode coming up here on Locked on Canes. To help me break down Fletcher, Fletcher's recruitment, and a couple of other Miami targets, we're going to be joined in a few minutes by a good friend and colleague of mine, Brian Smith from Sports Illustrated, uh, who can give us a lot of insight, not only on Fletcher's recruitment, but on Devante and Damari Brown. Devante, former UCF Knight. Uh, Brian, among other things, he runs the uh, the UCF Sports Illustrated page, so he's very familiar with uh, the uh, with the elder Brown brother, Devontae Brown. So we're going to talk with Brian Smith in a little bit. But think about what Miami's done in the past eight days. They land uh, last Sunday, four-star running back Chris Johnson out of Dillard. They land Reuben Bain last Tuesday, four-star edge from Miami Central. One of the best high school players ever, Bain. Four-time state champion. The guy's got like 300 sacks. You know, uh, what, what does he have, like 50 sacks the last couple of years? Miami landed Samson Okunlola, five-star offensive tackle out of Massachusetts. We were eating pancakes last Thursday for Samson. Miami lands Javion Cohen just yesterday, standout transfer O-lineman from the Crimson Tide. And Miami lands Mark Fletcher, four-star running back out of American Heritage. And yeah, Miami beat out the Florida Gators for these last couple of high school recruits. Billy. Billy got stuffed in the locker again. He lit, he's taken up residence in the locker. Billy Napier's address is from the inside of a locker. Mario Cristobal has shoved him in there. He cut out some nice air holes for him. I think he put like some air conditioning in the locker just to make sure it's not too stuffy for G5 Billy. But it's it's been a tough one. And guys, you know, with Miami having beaten out the Gators for Okun Lola and Fletcher, who Florida fans were convinced they were getting them both. Don't be mean. Do not troll. If there's a Gator fan in your life, just, just give them a hug. They need it. They got pounded by Oregon State in the bowl game, and they're getting pounded by Mario Cristobal for recruits. Like Mario's got Mario's holding Billy upside down. His head's in the toilet. He's getting a swirly right now. G five Billy. So just guys, let, let's you know, let's be better than that. Let's not troll. Just hug a Gator fan today. And just let them know it's probably going to be okay. I mean, it may not be okay, but it might be okay, guys. Just hug them and say, hey, listen, everything, you know, there's other things. There's more to life than football. I know the football thing's not working out for you guys, but there's more to life than football. So let's be nice to the Gator fans in our lives today. Like, uh, I'm going to be nice to our guy, uh, air quotes, Brandon from Locked on Gators. He's a really nice dude, you know, and I, I was trying to console him about the whole Mark Fletcher thing. I think they're going to get through this, all right? You know, they'll, they'll end up maybe winning, you know, seven, eight games a season under G5 Billy. It's going to work out all right. So, all right, welcome. Welcome to the U, Mark Fletcher. And folks, as for what might be next, I am putting in Dono balls, a pair of them, for Damari Brown and Devontae Brown. Damari Brown, four-star cornerback from American Heritage. Uh, the smoke signals are in. I think he's going to be a Miami Hurricane. And his older brother, Devontae Brown, who's transferring, he's in the portal from UCF, 
I believe he's going to be a hurricane as well. I think both of the Brown siblings are going to be making their way to the University of Miami. So I'm putting in Dono balls for Damari Brown and Devontae Brown, which I think are going to be the next two dominoes to fall in what's a very, very busy week coming up for the Hurricanes. And yeah, we're locking down American Heritage. American Heritage Plantation is becoming another pipeline to the U. Brian Smith is going to join us next here on Locked on Canes. Folks, make sure you are supporting LinkedIn jobs. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. You add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile. Spread the word that you're hiring. People will see it. Believe me, I've found jobs through LinkedIn jobs before. It works. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to and faster. So post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. We're available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube. So to help me break down Fletcher and to talk more about the Brown Brothers uh, very happy to be joined here. His maiden voyage on the program, but a very good friend, Brian Smith from Fan Nation on Sports Illustrated, does an awesome job covering recruiting and high school football. Brian, how you doing, sir? Doing well. How about yourself? I'm doing very well. And so, okay, the Mark Fletcher thing. Uh, I'm not going to say it was it, it was a shocker that he committed last night. Based on the way the last couple of days have gone, it wasn't a huge shocker for me, but. G- we rewind three or four days. I thought he was a Gator. Uh, how, how fascinating was it for you following Fletcher's recruitment all the way from the Ohio State decommit to the Miami commit? Well, to be honest, I mean, I've seen him play a few times. I know some of the coaches that recruited him, asked them off the record about him, and, and everything about him is, is based on the following. He's a do-it-all back. He can pass protect. He can catch. He can run between the tackles, and he's a good kid. He's going to help your program in a lot of different ways. So when I saw him commit to Ohio State originally, I just thought, okay, this is another kid that just wants to go to, you know, to an out-of-state program, and I kind of forgot about him. Tony Alford does a good job at Ohio State of recruiting running backs. But then when he opened it back up, I'm like, I have no idea where he's going to go now because he was committed to the Buckeyes a long time. Miami immediately got in there. Obviously, the Gators did. But for whatever reason, everybody thought he was going to go to Florida. Well, he wasn't exactly handing out interviews left and right about this. So that's, you know, pretty much all you could follow. But when he when I heard he was going to take the visit to Miami, because I knew they're still recruiting Damari, who we're going to talk about here in a second, and they've got a good relationship at American Heritage. I'm like, wait a second. Something is is different because he could have went to Miami long ago, but something has changed with the program. And Miami earned his commitment over the weekend and. that's hard work and it's the due diligence of the staff. I mean, everybody wants to talk about the other kids that have committed and this and that to other programs that somebody Miami might've lost. But if you look at the last two weeks in Fletcher's the most recent name, a program that is hotter on the recruiting trail than the Canes name one it's insane. So to me, 
from everything I had heard leading up to this, you know, like you, it's Florida. But I knew when he took the visit, there was a chance. He's not going to just do that. Mark is a very cerebral young man. He thinks things through. I knew there was something to it. So I'm not as shocked as some other fans, although reading the Gator message boards is pretty entertaining right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to admit something here. I, I may or may not have visited some of those boards. Oh, I absolutely did. Yesterday. And uh, yeah, that's why I said it, Brian, for everybody. You know, we, we all need to hug a Gator fan today because they, they've had a tough week mm-hmm. with the way that that bowl game went and the way recruiting's going Oof. for them. They <laughs> it's, got boat raced. It's been, it's been a tough few days. Uh, a little bit more more on, on Fletcher, the player. I'd love your scouting report just to give Miami fans an idea of what they're getting in their backfield. Uh, first things first, when you walk up to Mark and like shake his hand and meet him, this is a grown man, <laughs> okay? He was always a big kid, but he has streamlined his body. He is a player that is best between the tackles. I, I will grant you that, and everybody kind of knows that, that's seen him play but he's very good after contact. Just because you're a big back does not mean that you automatically break tackles. He runs with power. As one college coach told me, Mark also, despite his size, has the ability to sink his hips and move laterally. Most guys that are 215, 220, 230, they just don't do that very well. Mark can do that. That will not only help him as a runner, but in pass protection. It's the number one thing running backs do. Nobody wants to hear that, but it's true. You, you lose your starting quarterback. How does your season go? Look at Miami. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's why a lot of t- coaches hate playing backs under 200 pounds. You've got a 250-pound edge guy, and you've got a 180-pound running back blocking him. That usually doesn't go well, and it's one of the reasons that Miami struggled with pass protection at times this year. Well, they give up like 36 sacks. I mean, it was ridiculous. He will play early. Just based on that, and again, I guarantee you from knowing him, this is a sharp kid. He's going to pick up the playbook a little quicker than most freshmen. Now, running back is one of the two or three easiest spots to play as a freshman anyway, but we don't know the situation with Trevante Citizen. He was hurt all this past year. Who's Miami's big back? He has a chance to come in and play. He'll be able to pass protect much better than most kids. He's played at American Heritage, tremendous coaching staff. He's going to have a higher level as a freshman than very very few other backs could, could match. He'll be in between the tackles guy. He's faster than people think, and he's dedicated. He will be a good back in every situation for the Kings. Well, that, that is a tremendous scouting report. And, and also, it's like the combination I look at, Brian, to have thunder and lightning, I call them, coming in. Because now you've got Fletcher, who's thunder, and Chris Johnson, who's lightning, who has – he doesn't have the characteristics you described in Fletcher – but he does have very good instincts and elite track speed. So the two of them together are going to offer, I think, a beautiful combination of dimensions. Yeah, I believe Chris is 10.45 and 20.78 and the one in the 200. I mean, I've seen him just at practice. I went to one of the Dillard practices earlier this year, and it was ironic today I went he had a bright orange Miami shirt on. It was random. But he caught a swing pass, and I'm standing over on the sidelines. He's running so fast. His hair was, like, up in the air. It was just hilarious. And I'm like, (laughs) whoa. He just – he hits the gas, and it's different. And and I just remember I was standing next to the defensive coordinator, and he was screaming mad because they got in this situation where they had shifted. The offense was was ones versus ones, and they got Chris on a linebacker. Yeah, that didn't go well. 
he is a problem because even if you're in 22 package, two running backs, two tight ends, you could still go split out, especially like they got Riley Williams and some other key tight ends coming in. Miami can change play to play without changing formation. If Chris is in there, you can wind him up in the slot because he can catch. You could still have Fletcher in the backfield or somebody else. You can do different things, and the and the defense really doesn't have a chance. And this is traditionally the case. The defense is always a little behind offenses because they dictate. But now you can't play much man coverage against the Canes. You got Johnson. You're going to have the kids, the local kids that got coming in at receiver really fast. They're going to change how teams have to play them. Being a quarterback in Miami is going to be a lot more fun moving forward. I love that. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the Brown brothers because uh, there's there's some positive momentum for both Devontae Brown, who's in the transfer portal from UCF, and his younger brother, Damari, who's one of the crown jewels of this recruiting class, uncommitted, four-star cornerback who's deciding between Miami and Alabama so we're going to get more on that right after we talk about the awesome folks at betonline.net oh my goodness my friends betonline they're giving you the info you need to make the right decisions at the sports books betonline is your number one source for sports betting odds info stats news and analysis get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from pro football to college bowl season to basketball we've got it all at bet online if you love sports podcasts yeah you can find those at bet online as well we are always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info i'm on the site every day guys head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more bet online where the game starts Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. We're part of the awesome Locked on, po- Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Alex Dono alongside Brian Smith from Fan Nation, who's given us some awesome breakdowns here. Now, before we talk about Damari Brown, I'd love to hear about Devontae because you've covered Devontae Brown at UCF. Uh, I think a lot of Miami fans know more about Damari than Devontae. Uh, can you tell us about Devontae Brown as a player? He has been a starter for over 30 games. Uh, he was He's an American Heritage player, just like his brother, and ironically, like Fletcher. He has been well-coached. There's no program in the country that has coached corners better than American Heritage over the last decade. It's insane. Yeah. So he came in a little more ready. He was he was a very thin kid. He was like a buck 60 out of high school, but he ended up starting as a true freshman. Got thrown into the fire. He wasn't ready, but he still got those reps. Last season, about midway through the year, they played a game against Memphis. And I don't know what happened. The light went on. And he just started playing man coverage and sticking with guys, and he was a real problem. Now you're talking about a guy that had gained a lot of weight. He was a buck 60 coming in, but now he's probably 175, 180. That makes a big difference. He's a willing tackler. He'll blitz. He can come off the edge. He is a very versatile defender. He's probably best in man coverage which is iffy in today's spread world, but UCF would kind of mix back and forth between very soft coverage and man, but he excelled mostly when he was just up in somebody's grill, kind of old school football. Um, I would imagine he would compete for a starting job. And at the very least, he'd be your third corner, like to be the nickel. And he can play any of those spots. He can play outside. He can play nickel. He can play boundary because of his length. I think he would be an excellent addition to the Miami roster. Wow. And it could end up being a, uh, a sweetener to get younger brother Damari at Miami as well. Now, I know that they they both said it's not necessarily a package deal. Right. And just to be fully transparent, a few days ago, 
I thought it would be Devontae ending up at Miami, and he's picking between Miami and Florida State, and I thought Damari would wind up at Bama, but now there's more smoke for Damari as well. I think Miami is going to end up getting both of the Brown siblings. Uh, what can Miami expect with the the very highly touted uh, Damari Brown from Heritage if he does arrive? He's a little bit bigger at this stage. I've been around Damari a few times, seven-on-seven, seven, camps, practice, etc. And he's a kid that just grew a little bit earlier in terms of just sheer mass. But otherwise, they're almost identical. Really long arms, 6'1", six, 6'2", six, and they have the ability to flip their hips and run. Either one of them can play safety, etc. It's plug and play, either one of them at both spots, to be really honest. Damari, again, he played at American Heritage. He's gone against everybody. I mean, this past game, they played against Central in the title game. Yeah. He's used to top competition. He's not going to shy away from the opportunity to come in and play. Cormani McLean or his brother or anybody else, he will go out and compete. And I think he's a guy that, again, like his brother, is probably best when he's in your grill playing man coverage. So, obviously, he's three years younger than his brother. Devontae's got two years of eligibility left. But – Again, anytime you can get top corners, there are very few positions outside of quarterback that impact a game more than corner. So these next uh, these next couple of days are going to be crazy. How does how does a national signing week usually go for you, Brian? Do you sleep at all? Are you just you're just writing the entire time and scouting? How are these next few days going to go for you? Um, getting up at five a.m. and going to bed at ten p.m. is yeah. how how it works. And you eat when there's something near you. That's how it works. <laughs> So um, it, it's, it's rough, but at the end of the day, we are getting paid to watch football. Right. I always remind myself, look, look, when I tell somebody at a restaurant or something, they say, what do you do? And I say, I watch football. They, they look at I say, no, I, I really get paid to do that. It's hilarious, the conversations that transpire after that. But while the hours right now are goofy, you, you and I have talked about in the summer, there, there's some months where it's kind of like we're looking for something because you can only write so many preseason previews. Right. This is our time. And I get a scout film. I'm doing some reviews on, on our site, All Hurricanes. And, you know, I, I love, I'm going to do a Reuben Bain deep dive later today. I, I just think his game is is a lot of fun. Um, it sounds like I'm going to be doing a Damari Brown uh, <laughs> review fairly soon. Uh, Devontae I'll talk about as well. But, this is what it's all about, man. It, it recruiting the last few days, especially with NIL and the transfer port. I mean, Miami just got Cohen. He started 24 games at Bama. Yeah. I I'm gonna go out on a limb and guess they have not had another quarterback or running back or whatever with that much experience in the last couple of years at least. Hmm. I mean, it's bizarre. And Miami got him almost immediately. That I mean, it's not been talked about enough. Getting Cohen was huge, and that's one of the things that goes into the week. How does he fit in? He's not a recruit, but he's just as important as any player that they've grabbed in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, absolutely. And and real quick, you mentioned the name Reuben Bain. I'd love your thoughts as someone who covers recruiting um, as to why he's a four star and not a five star. It's mostly because of his size and stature, right? Like if he was six four, six five, because you know he's he's got the production and the numbers, but he's a four star. Two points. If you talk to any coach off the record, and they'll never go into a lot of deep detail on this on the record because people will use it against them in recruiting. Mm. They want one thing a thousand times in a row. Measurables, 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 period. I've had so many coaches tell me, if I'm going to lose, I want to lose with a 6'5 guy. Uh, yeah. 
And 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 Ruben, he's listed at six two. I don't think he's six two. I think he's no. closer to six one. That's just my opinion. But his first step suddenness is purely elite. I mean, it's ridiculous. And, and take into the following situation here. He's playing in the public league in Miami. He played a game at IMG Academy. They went to IMG this year, by the way, which is ridiculous and beat the most talented team in the country in their house. Yeah. Ruben was a big part of that. And he comes up big in the big games. He has the it factor. That's why I'm going to do a deep dive. It'll take a few hours to kind of go through film. I'll be pointing out like specific points on his huddle highlights, etc. And one last point about him, super kid. Had a chance to interview him at the Varsity Sports Network preview to the season earlier this year. He's just humble, well-spoken, and easygoing. Usually guys that can get over 25 sacks in a high school season, not quite that easygoing. He, he's a great young man. So good for him and good for Miami. Well, that's fantastic, guys. Make sure you follow Brian on Twitter at FBScout underscore Florida. You can check out his work at allhurricanes.com and throughout Fan Nation on Sports Illustrated. It does a tremendous job. Brian, thank you so much, sir, and have a wonderful rest of your week. Try to get some sleep and just try to surround yourself with great food. Since you can eat whatever's around you, try to surround yourself with all the good stuff. I like your point. That's a good idea. <laughs> I love it. Just like Cristobal wants to surround himself with talent, Brian wants to surround himself with great food. Hey, guys, thanks for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. Now make Locked on Sports today your second listen. Peter Bukowski brings you the biggest stories from around the sports world in 20 minutes. Get the analysis and opinions before anyone else with our local and national experts and insiders. Locked on Sports Today podcast available on YouTube and wherever you get your pods. We will talk to you guys again, I don't know, maybe today, later, maybe tomorrow, throughout the next uh, several days on Locked on Canes, part of the awesome Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.